At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We're glad you're here. Earlier this week, we heard a stunning audio tape. Listen. Is there a number at which... I can be bought. <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple of years. No. And then go right back to what you're doing. <laughs> no. This is Carrie Lake. She's the uh, former Arizona news anchor and now a candidate for the U.S. Senate in Arizona. Uh, one of her, quote, friends who runs the, or ran the GOP in Arizona, uh, came to her to tell her that somebody back east wants her out. So, is there a job we can give you where you can make lots of money and, uh, you know, uh, just disappear for a couple of years? Because there are some very powerful people that do not want you in the Senate. Hmm. Carrie Lake joins us. And we'll have a conversation about that in 60 seconds. First, Tunnel to Towers, out of the ashes of the 9-11 tragedy, Tunnel to Towers Foundation rose to the challenge of supporting Americans fallen, the injured, the homeless heroes and their families. Their Gold Star Fallen, uh, fallen First Responder Smart Home and Homeless Veterans Program all honor the sacrifice made for us by those who have risked their life for all of us overseas or in our own communities. Their Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, not to mention dozens of golf outings and barbecues. We all need to uh, help them help the heroes that need it. Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute also works to educate kids from kindergarten all the way through the 12th grade about the awful events that happened that day. We, if we are going to repeat history if we don't learn history. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Americans' heroes are counting on you, and 95% of every dollar goes directly to these programs. So donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T, the number 2 T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome to the program, Carrie Lake. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> are you? Yes, it has been a crazy week. Oh, I, I, I bet it has been. Uh, and arrows are coming your way everywhere. Um, so 
first of all. You know what, uh, though? You know what? Uh, actually, no. I think I think a lot of love's coming my way from the people. Oh, Obviously, I think so. the arrows, yeah. arrows have been coming my way for a long time. Yeah. Um, the people are just exactly fed up right now, and they're, they know this stuff's going on, and I think it just verified that they're not wrong. This is the kind of world we're living in, the corrupt world in Washington, D.C., and in politics. Right. So, so let's, let's start kind of at the beginning. You, th- this guy was a friend and a co-worker. Uh, he claims that we were friends. We were just having conversations. Um, <laughs> do you record all of your conversations, or is there a reason why you had this conversation taped? Did he Let's do it before? It. Yeah, go ahead. Why, why, why would I record this? Well, I recorded it because it was about two or three in the afternoon, and I got a call from Jeff DeWitt, who is the, the chairman of the Arizona Republican Party, and he said, hey, what are you doing? I, uh, I got to come over and talk to you. And I said, um, I'm a little busy right now. I'm actually packing for CPAC. I think you might have been at that CPAC. Yep, I saw you and there. Finishing up, finishing up my book, I, I don't have a lot of time. And he said, well, I'm, I'm right in your neighborhood. I'm, I'm going to be there in five minutes. I have to, what I have to talk to you about, I have to do in person. It can't mm. be. Um, and I said, Jeff, at this point, I, I, a lot of people uh, knew I was, spec- I was, there was speculation I was going to run for Senate. And I said, if you're trying to talk me out of running for Senate, because I knew he had some friends who didn't want me to run for Senate, um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to entertain that. And he said, no, 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 no. I just, I got to come over, but I I can't do it on the phone. What I have to talk to you about. And I just got a bad feeling about it. I thought, is there going to be a threat? What is, why does he have to come to my door and talk to me? I know I would record that conversation as well. I recorded it. I I just thought if there's a threat, a threat, if he's going to threaten me, I need to have this on recording. I never even listened to it back until this week. Okay. I I just said, okay, go ahead. Okay. So wait a minute. So had he, because his resignation letter was bizarre. If I wasn't doing things, I mean, I've had all kinds of conversations with Stu, but this is what I do. This is what I believe in. And if Stu said, I've got some tape and, uh, you know, I'm going to expose it, I would be like, I'd come on and say, go ahead, expose it. We had many conversations. Some of them were difficult conversations, but none of them were unethical or illegal or anything like that. Why would he resign and say i'm resigning because of her threat that she's got more tapes do you have more tapes and did he do other things like this no i don't i have i don't have more tapes and that's what is so disturbing about it that he thinks that his behavior has been so unethical that he thinks there's worse stuff out there so you never said that you had more tapes to release you never gave that threat to him i haven't talked to him returned any calls even texted him in a long time and, and this is a bunch of BS. He's saying we're, that I blackmailed him. I didn't even tell him I was putting it out. Usually if, it, if there's a blackmail situation, you say this is going out if you don't right. do that. So He didn't even know. Until, until the uh, media contacted him for comment, you know, I don't, he didn't know it was going out. Now you said but this. That, Go ahead. He's behaved in a way that he thinks there's, I think that the response he said, there's, there's more damaging video out there. Or damaging stuff out there, and I'm like, what? What could be more damaging than ten or yeah, eleven minutes yeah. of a bribery call? I mean, is there a snuff film out there? What the heck is going right. on with this? Okay, so um, I said when this tape came out, I, I was really angry and said, not another dime should go to the GOP. This guy should resign. 
If the if this is illegal, they should be arrested. Anybody who was involved. If it wasn't illegal, it should be illegal. Um, and I said, it's not just about this guy in Arizona. The most important thing to me was that uh, a call came from back east. And the way he mm-hmm. said it, it was very knowing. Uh, do you, and you don't have to give any names because if you do, you're, you, you, you're going to, you can get in trouble for slander mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and, you know, unless you have something to, to back it up. Do you have a pretty good idea of who he meant by back east? I don't know. I mean, I've thought about it long and hard. I've got some guesses I could make, but again, I'm not going to do that. The sad thing, though, Glenn, is you could sit there for hours and think about it and come up with a list of 300, 400, maybe 500 people or groups or organizations that it could be. And that it says a lot about the state of our government, the yes. state of our political situation. Um, it, you know, it could be so many different people shows you how corrupt Washington DC is. Um, okay. So uh, is anybody, has anybody reached out to you from back East to say, Hey, we got to get to the bottom of this. Anybody no. from the GOP? Nobody. <laughs> No, nobody from the GOP. I've had I've had some great people reach out to me, senators who I think are fantastic. Correct. Who said, "Oh my gosh, yeah, you know, yeah. we can't wait to get you in the Senate. We need somebody who isn't bought and, and paid for and influenced." And you would think, Glenn. I mean, and I appreciate you for having me on, and we've I've had some great interviews already on this. But the mainstream media, by the way, I went public with this within 24 hours. I went public, I, I flew out of town, went to CPAC, changed my entire speech, and I just talked about this. I said, I just got bribed by a pretty big political person to stay out of politics. You know, basically offering me, what, how much would it take to make you to stay out? And I brought my whole speech, I kind of wrapped around this, and mainstream media didn't reach out and say, who bribed well, you? Can I tell what? you something, Carrie? Uh, I mean, I've heard, I've heard those things before. I've had things like this happen to me before, and I've referenced them, but I didn't have a tape. Um, Why did you not? Because I would have had you on the next day had I thought that you had proof of it. Um, And maybe it was just me for just dropping the ball here. Um, Why did you wait for the tape to be released or to say, I have a tape of it? Well, I, I didn't want to release, release anything, and I also didn't listen to it. I taped it because I was afraid there was going to be a physical threat, and when there wasn't, I just kind of put, the, you know, put that file away and never even dealt with it. But I, I felt that going public with it the next day or within 24 hours when I went on the CPAC stage, and since then, again, mm. this was 11 months ago. Oh, I know. I've had, I've I was had there. Many, I heard you, and I it didn't occur to me to ask you if you had evidence of it. And I'm sorry, I I, I should have. No, that's okay. <laughs> well, but uh, I didn't listen to it until this week. I just went, oh my gosh, I I have a recording of that. And I was eating dinner with my husband. My daughter was um, eating dinner with us, and I happened to I tracked it down and found it and hit play while we were eating dinner. And and literally as as vivid as I recalled it, and I think when I did my speech at CPAC, I described it pretty well. Our jaws dropped to the floor. We were shocked. I went, oh, my gosh, this is so much worse than I even remembered it being. And my daughter was shocked. She said, tell me that guy doesn't work in politics anymore. I said, um, he heads up the Arizona GOP. And she said, 
what are you going to do about it, mom? And, and I thought, I didn't really want to put that out, but how disappointing when you're, when your kids hear something like that and then you just sit on it. Well, I didn't want to, I will, I will tell you, you won a primary, did you not? Um, in the, in the governor's race? Yes. Yeah. But, um, no, not yet in, in primary primary happens when in Arizona, in August. Oh, geez. I'm, I'm, Uh, I'm up 40 points uh, against the uh, competitor that I'm running against. How many points? Depending on the poll, 30 or 40 points. Okay, I'm not good. really worried. So primary. here's the amazing thing that, you know, somebody back east, powerful people really want you to go away. They don't want you in the Senate. I know that there is a big Senate fund and I'm not making any accusations, but I know there's a big Senate fund that is uh, that the GOP has that is controlled by one individual who does have a. Um, a pattern of supporting people that are not MAGA at any cost, even if it means we lose a Senate race. Um, And uh, they're not going to get behind you. First of all, if you're leading by 30 or 40 points, then you're the obvious candidate. Let the people of Arizona decide, but you should be getting support from the GOP. And if somebody is, is trashing our system and they are offering bribes so people go away, that all has to be exposed. I can't call out corruption on the other side if I don't call it out on our side. Oh, 100%. I, I, don't, I don't want corruption anywhere. I don't want it on the left. I no, don't want I don't it either. on the right. And right now, Glenn, it seems like we have a lot of corruption in the Republican Party. And there's just this, resi- you know, and I think a lot of it is resistance to Trump. They don't want Trump right. And I don't know if it's because he's going to reveal a lot of the corruption. Frankly, I want people going to Washington, D.C., who Washington, D.C. doesn't. Oh, me too. So, you know, the the media now is covering this and they're trying to. Oh, he was just offering her a job. It's like, no, no, no. And they're just, you know, you talked about it. You have conversations with your friends. You run a business. Have you ever had a conversation like this is not normal? No. Anybody else who runs a business, if this is the kind of normal conversations you're having, you're probably in the mafia. Well, quite honestly, I mean, it makes it it, it says a lot about people who leave Congress uh, and before they run for another higher office, they go to work for these companies uh, and seem to bide their time. Um, there have been accusations by the guy who did it that you edited the tape. Is there any truth to that? I I put. 11, 10 or 11 minutes that involved the bribe. And I don't know how you could say that was, I, I forget the word he used. Um, out of context. Uh, so yeah, some sort of out of context. How do you take 10 minutes of bribery out of context? I, I mean, this Stu and not- I were talking about this yesterday, and I said the only way it can be taken out of context is if the sentence before was everything I'm about to say, I'm totally making up, Carrie. That, that's <laughs> or, the only way to take or- it out of context. Or I got to describe a scene from a movie I just yes. watched. Yes. Here's how it went. Yes. Yeah. Um, is, but that, but the tape you gave us was, is. A, he said it was creative editing. Right. Yes. The, the tape I gave you is, is an honest tape. I pulled 10 or 11 minutes. I forget. I think it's a little over 10 of him trying to bribe me. But you did not splice around or edit anything nope. out of those 11 minutes? Nope. It's all of the bribery part. And I didn't say, hey, welcome. I, I got you a cup of coffee, all of that. 
But you, you know, this is this is this is not taken out of context. This is not cre- creative editing. Creative editing would be a thirty-second yeah. clip. Yeah. This is okay. this is a conversation about him bribing me. So there's no ifs, ands, and buts, and he's afraid there's worse stuff out there. It tells you a lot about him. Carrie, I I have to break for sixty seconds. Can you hang for a second? Sure. Okay. Back with Carrie Lake here in just a second. Uh, you know, life gets busy. Sometimes, you know, switching from one mobile carrier to another sounds like a hassle. You got other things to do. But if you're not thrilled with your cell phone bill every month, and I bet you're even less thrilled about paying money to big companies that donate it to leftist causes, uh, causes and people that are standing against the things you believe in, there is a company that is making it easy to switch. It is affordable. You're going to get a better deal. You're going to get the same coverage and they believe in the same values that you and I hold. It's Patriot Mobile. Their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedom and to glorify God always. Please do business with people who are helping us and are on our side. On top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan, one of the three major networks, Patriot Mobile, doesn't send your hard-earned money in the aid of the destruction of America. Affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, top-notch U.S.-based customer service. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You can go there or call 972. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. So join me. Make the switch today. It's easy. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972 Patriot 10 second station ID So Carrie yep. you're a you're a former news anchor for many years you know how this works um and uh it is shocking to me that you have evidence of the GOP being dirty and the mainstream media won't pick it up. You'd think this would yeah. be a story they would run with forever. Why well, is- and, and they, they have picked it up. And I think initially they were like, what do we do with this? Because I am the, I am the person second to Trump that they like to bash over and, and just spread lies about and lie about. And so they, they picked it up and they covered it. And now they're like, oh, wait, what are we going to do? We've got a GOP guy uh, bribing her, and they love to attack the GOP, but yet we can't ever make her look good. So how do we cover this? I mean, it's they're unbelievable. Just, they don't know what to do. It's actually funny. I find it interesting. Just this week, when this story came out, the Arizona Re- Republic, I call it the Arizona Repugnant. It's gotten that bad. Our local paper it's always been has bad. stopped public comments on any of the stories they put out. They know the public is fed up with them. The mainstream media is starting to fall apart. The wheels are coming off. You saw the hundreds of layoffs at the L.A. Times. Mm-hmm. People have just stunned the lies of the media. And thank God for people like you, Glenn. You've been around for a long time telling the truth. And thank God for the alternative media that's popping up and the independent journalists. We now have places to go where we can get the unfiltered truth and we don't have to depend on these propagandists. What is the biggest um, thing that you would want to take on in Congress? Why in, in the Senate? Who, who would you allow, uh, ally, your, ally uh, yourself with? Mm, wow, that's a good question. I, you know, I, I like a lot of, I think there are a lot of good senators. I love 
I love Rand Paul. I love Mike Lee. Of course, they're they're fighters. Um, I've gotten to know John Barrasso, and I think he's a good man. But I I want to just go and represent the people of Arizona. I don't want to become part of a clique. I don't want to definitely don't want to become part of the back scratching club huh. that uh, that Jeff talked about. Despicable. Or the backstabbing club. I'm sure there's one of those. I'd rather be in the butt kicking club, to be honest. <laughs> uh, and, and I want to take on the border. And I, I say that with a bit of reluctance because I have a feeling that I'm hoping the border is going to be taken on before then. I mean, we, how much longer can we take? Can we wait until January 25? What do you think about, uh, Ari- uh, about uh, Texas saying that it's an invasion and uh, calling up the National Guard and the fact that the Democrats are saying the president needs to federalize them and take that power away from the, the governor? Well, I, I was the first, when I ran for governor, I was the first candidate in the country to come up with a border plan. And it called for me on day one, uh, taking the oath of office to declare an invasion and put the National Guard on the border, take yeah. back the right and control of our border. Exactly what's happening I now. Know, I, I remember. Gonna... I wish somebody would have done it when you didn't. I wish somebody would have taken your idea and done a little earlier, but we're here now and it is clearly yeah, an invasion. I'm glad, um, I'm glad it's happening. And yeah. somebody said to me at the time, well, what if the, what if Joe Biden sues you? What if he, I go, sue me, what's he going to do, arrest yeah. the governor? Yeah, bring, bring it, it on. on. So it's, Carrie, this is a fight worth having. Thank you so much. Uh, she is a um, candidate for the U.S. Senate, uh, Senate in Arizona. Uh, and she has made an awful lot of news this week. That's Carrie Lake, CarrieLake.com. You want to support her? Find out more about her at Carrie. K-A-R-I lake.com. Back in a minute. Glenn Beck. How long have you been dealing with pain in your life? Whether it's just one day or 50 years, it's too long. Pain makes it hard uh, or even unbearable to do basic things every day. But what if I told you this could be your year? This could be the year that you leave that pain behind and you improve the quality of life. If you've been living with pain, it might be hard to believe, but there is something out there that may help. A million people have taken this, about 70% of them go on to order more, and they come right out and say it's not going to work for everybody, but it works for a lot of people. Just see if it's you. It's the three-week quick start that you can take. It's 1995 right now from Relief Factor. And it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So you really don't have anything to lose. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. When you feel the difference, you'll know it works. It's ReliefFactor.com. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the code Glenn30. You can save 30 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to give you some good news, and I've got more good news uh, for you. In fact, uh, well, I'll get to it after we have Bob Rommel on. He is a Ford, uh, Florida state representative. This is a massive, massive win, and I wanted to get him on to congratulate him and everybody in Florida that was involved in this. 
the banks, 100 banks, including the big ones in Florida, have now signed an agreement that they will not discriminate against their customers on the basis of their political views. Now, where's the teeth in this? What does it actually mean? Bob Rommel joins us now. Hi, Bob. How are you? Uh, good morning, Glenn, and thanks for having me back on the show. Um, we're doing great today. I mean, this is a this is a very big win. Tell me about it, and tell me about the teeth. Well, well, Glenn, when I first started looking at uh, you know the ESG policies and what banks around America were doing, first of all, I couldn't believe it was happening. To me, it was a form of discrimination, and. Um, Really, they all told me, too, that uh, if they're a federally chartered bank, that Florida couldn't tell them what to do. And they they're kind of right. So really, the teeth of the bill was that if you use ESG policies in the state of Florida determining credit, uh, you will no longer be qualified to accept qualified public deposits in Florida, which is about two hundred billion dollars a year. So how do we know if they're doing that? Do the people have a right to know why they were turned down for a loan and to file suit? Uh, well, that's the second part of the bill that we were working on. But the first part is that the executives at these banks had to attest and sign that they were not using it. So now, uh, first of all, none of them wanted to sign it because I guess maybe they wanted to do it. But they had to attest. So we put their signature personally on the line for their corporation and actually every bank that does business in florida except one signed it oh what was the one ah, i don't know some communist bank of china or something <laughs> was it really the bank of china no no it okay. was actually a small bank that does business in canada too so okay. that's, close, that's close to china okay yeah it's getting closer and closer um the um is there teeth in that for instance, uh, when if if you signed this and you find out that they are engaging in that, what happens to the bank or the person who signed it? Well, then that bank will no longer be able to do business in Florida, period. And you know, when you're when you're talking two hundred billion dollars a year in business of public deposits, that's a big uh, that's a big number. And obviously their shareholders would be upset. But we working we are working on part two of uh, that was HB3. We were working on part two. And what this would do, if a bank discriminates against an individual and debanks you to tell you, you know, say you're just doing your checking and your savings, your credit cards through a bank, and a bank debanks you because you know, they don't like you. Uh, and they're using this terminology of um, suspicious activity. Right. State of Florida is saying, if you're doing, you know, suspending somebody for suspicious activity, you need to tell us privately. We don't want, you know, we don't want uh, bad guys that are doing you know, human trafficking and things like that to get away with that stuff. Um, you tell us, and we see that you're doing it in good faith because there really are bad guys, and you really did tell the IRS Department of Justice it's okay. But if you did it just because of some political reason, ideological reason, well, first of all, you can't do business with us, and those people can sue you. That's really good. It, we have to take the power and give it to the people. Um, because we can't wait around for an attorney general to look at our complaint, decide to take it up. The individual needs to be able to say, I need, I, I want to know, deliver the documents. Why did I not get this? Why have I been debanked? Uh, and then be able to sue them. And the state can join if they care to. But it, it, it has to empower the people, not just 
the attorney general's office. Do you agree? You know, I think uh, no, one hundred percent agree because it could take too long. It could take yes, it could take years for the attorney general to get to it. And by then, if you're a business owner and you can't do any banking, you're out of business. Period. And uh, I mean, we do remember a few years ago under the Obama administration when they put pressures on banks and uh, not to do business with short-term loan folks and people that sell, um, you know, legal guns. Um, listen, I don't frankly trust the big banks, and I don't frankly trust the uh, Department of Justice myself. Can you? Wow. Me neither. That was a surprise. Um, the um, I, let, may I change the subject here, Bob? And I know I didn't prep you to be talking about this, and I don't know if you have an opinion. Uh, on it. But uh, obviously, uh, uh, Governor Abbott uh, has stepped into the big boots of uh, cowboy techs here and uh, said, we are declaring an invasion and the government's not doing its job. That invokes the Constitution and my right to put the National Guard. Uh, The feds have said you have 24 hours to allow us to come on the property. It's my understanding from the lieutenant governor who I talked to, he said they're free to go and they can cut the wire, but we're going to put other wire right behind it. And that's all in line with the Supreme Court. You're you're from one of the states that said you signed on 25 states signed on yesterday to say we back Florida or we back Texas. If this goes on, are you. Would the state of Florida, do you think, would send National Guard to Texas? Glenn, in the past, we've already sent uh, some National Guard and some uh, actually FDLE, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, to help Texas. Not only would I support doing that, again, that would have to come from the governor or, you know, we as the legislative body, but I would volunteer my time to go there and help them myself because it is an invasion of America. The fabric of America is being destroyed purposely because the Biden administration wants to do it. They're destroying Texas, but they're also destroying small towns around the country where these people are being dropped off and now living and becoming part of society. They're destroying schools, they're destroying hospitals, they're destroying affordable housing because the government's paying $450 a day for these people to live in some place and uh, veterans are getting kicked out of you know homes that they live in. Well, oh. It's worse than that. I have a story here. Uh, the VA has a backlog of one million veteran claims, but the resources are going to illegal immigrants. So a million veterans are not getting the services they've been promised because of this. I mean, this is an outrage. You know, I I, I know we have to be compassionate to other people, and yes. I feel bad that everybody wasn't born in America, but there's eight billion people in America and Seven billion of them live below our poverty standards. We can't take them all in illegally because then we have no laws. And what you talked about veterans, we work really hard here in Florida to be veteran friendly. And when I see how much money we're spending on illegals, I said, could we just spend a little bit more on veterans and give them what they're due? They've, I get frustrated. Bob, I, I asked this of uh, Ron DeSantis when he was running for governor. I said, you can't run a second term. Uh, or a third term. And uh, I'm afraid that this will all be redone. He said, no, we're doing it the right way. He said, we're passing all of this as legislation. He said, my goal is to make the governor's office so impotent uh, that uh, they can't go back. Uh, or, do you feel comfortable 
that we've you've made enough progress and you can get to that finish line before his term ends? You know, I yeah, obviously we has two more years and, and I think we can do more. And I do have confidence in the bench that we have. Uh, but we're not as ruby red as people think. I mean, it was no, no, his not. first his first election. He won by thirty two thousand votes. Uh, the country today is a little bit different than his election two years ago. And, um, but I know that we have a good bench. I know people are going to fight. I know people like me are going to fight. I'm termed out myself right now, mm. uh, at the end of this session. Uh, but you know what? I, deep down, I have confidence in the people that are moving to Florida. They're usually moving because they came from a bad state. Um, uh, so they're not bringing that policy here because actually our, our voter logs for Republicans keep rising. Um, but you know, we, we have to keep the pedal to the metal and, uh, step on the liberals throats that they think that it's okay to destroy America. Uh, <clears throat> you should talk to somebody in the state. I, I've, I talked to uh, two governors in Texas about this and neither of them took us up on this. I, I felt that there should be a trailer that runs before every movie in Texas that is just very, very positive. It's not political, but it's just you know, a lot of people moved here for a reason. Texas is different. And uh, don't forget what what you moved here for, why you moved away and came here. Keep Texas, Texas. Uh, And uh, nobody nobody liked that idea. I I think Florida should do the same thing. No, I I agree. And we have a saying here, uh, make America, Florida. I mean, we were one of the first. We were one of the first states that uh, banned sanctuary cities. And, you know, we've been in lawsuits with different cities. Uh, But you see what happens when you have sanctuary cities. You destroy a city, San Francisco, one of the most beautiful cities in America. Well, they did clean it up when, you know. Yeah, when President Z came. Yeah. uh, These are simple things. I mean, we live in a law and order country I think, unless you're an illegal and then you want to go to California, get a sex change, they'll pay for it. But or, you know, if you're a part of the elite political class or you're part of some uh, community that is organized and and uh, has, you know, special reasons to get away with crime, you know. But other than that, we're a law and order country. Now, I know those elitists in Davos, they want us to all drive our bicycles, but they can fly in their planes and... It's, uh, it's awful. But we're we're gonna we're gonna keep fighting. I have faith in our country. Um, I love our country. I know we've gone through tougher times. I think, but uh, it seems like the world is against the way we live our life here in America. Yeah, and unfortunately, so is the White House. Uh, Barry Loudermilk, thank you so much. Republican from uh, Georgia is. Uh, pardon me. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Do I, I have Barry? On, I had Barry on last hour. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> I should have thought of that. Um, uh, so, so sorry about that. Um, thank you so much for being on the program, Bob. Uh, I really appreciate it. Everything that you guys have done uh, in Florida, and you've really led the way on ESG. So Bob Rommel from Florida, thank you. Thank you, Glenn. You God bet. bless. Bye-bye. Like, that, was a, that was a nice Joe Biden moment you just I had know, there. I, that just, was... I, was, cause I was looking at what was <laughs> no, coming had, up yeah. in the schedule and everything, and I just looked at I don't know what I am. <laughs> Anyway, uh, coming up in uh, coming up in just a minute, uh, we have Thomas Massey, and Thomas is going to talk to us about the pipe bombs. Uh, the January sixth narrative is completely falling apart, but half the country is missing the entire narrative arc of this, and it is really incumbent upon us to know the facts 
um, and be able to talk to our friends and say, hey, this is what happened here and here and here. Nefarious people were involved. Let's both agree on that. But what else was going on? And uh, Thomas Massey has been working on this. We have him coming up in just a few minutes. First, if you uh, if you own a dog, yes, I dare say it, and you keep your dog in the master bedroom, uh, and you've uh, you've watched him experience the joy of rough greens, you know it works. Your dog, it's I mean, it's like dog crack, except it's healthy. I mean, you know, not that crack isn't healthy. I don't mean to go out on that limb. Jeez. Um, but it tastes so good for them. They love it. And they they are more active. At least my dog was more active. Uh, the He's more alert. It, it's really a dramatic change. If it's healthy, it's in your in rough greens. It's not in your kibble food, which bakes everything out. It has to be sterilized. What are you getting from sterilized food? Roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you your first bag free. You just pay for shipping. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Call them now and uh, ask for your first trial bag. They'll ship it to you. It's roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. Hmm. Stu, a lot of stuff going on. You afraid yet? Afraid of what, Glenn? You're not afraid. No, I'm not afraid. You will be. <laughs> You will be. <laughs> oh, my. That's the way it works. You know, I had to get that in there because last hour it was Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. No. And, you know, there's there's an awful lot that Star Wars gave us and then they wrecked it. Yes, they've wrecked it for me. I, I stood by it all the way until the eighth one they released i would say <laughs> like the first three obviously classics the prequels b- underwhelming and bad but also it, had some moments and it didn't uh, turn me i was like okay it's prequels and, and they're uh, gonna finish this and then it'll be done yep uh, and i was okay honestly with the first one they released in the new batch i was okay with it what was it i don't remember what it was called but it was a it was basically a complete shot for shot remake of the original and they just changed the names of the characters but it was uh you know i thought it was all right and then they went into that other the second one there the i i don't know what they were thinking i don't even know and the last one was his was catastrophic as well i mean the last two were horrible and then they're like okay well look we know that didn't work out people were kind of pissed off at a lot of those movies Let's give you a great series. We'll call it The Mandalorian. We'll have the best character in the series, and then we'll fire her for a tweet. <laughs> and I, th- that's really where they lost me. Because I was still watching. I mean, Mandalorian was okay. I was still watching it. But when they blew out Gina Carano, it just like, it's one of those things that was just like, this is insanity. It was like my Disney moment. A lot of people had it later Yeah. with, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, they were trying to like trans your kid or something. But like, I was <laughs> like, I, like, you just fired this woman for something that was completely, Completely innocuous, and that that another cast member 
tweeted the exact same thing about the opposite party, and he just got to keep keep going. And she was like the best character on the show. Here's the thing. If you don't have the div- Disney hate yet, if that hasn't happened to yeah. you, you know, you're not there, you will be. <laughs> you will be. All right, coming up in just a second. Thomas, Barry Loudermilk is coming up. He's going to be back on. Shut up. And then, and then I make some beer in the things with Grey Lakes and is, uh, is great. You see that with Joe Biden today? Yeah, what was the that? the beer thing? Can what? we play some of that? Yo, that, was, that was, can we? Yeah, please. please. Yes. I, I, I request. You know what I thought of when you said, can we play that? I thought, it's a trap. <laughs> but it's not. It's just good fun. Friday with the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program.